Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 86, which we are recording on Tuesday, April 14th, 2015. Ooh, tomorrow is tax day. It is. I didn't even think of that. And just as you were saying that, I remember us very vividly recording last year's. I think we recorded on on the tax day. Yeah, Yeah. I remember us talking about it last year. I'm Gail. (laughs) And I'm Charlene. And luckily, our taxes have been done for quite a long time. Ours (laughs) too. Good to know that. So what are you wearing today? It's gorgeous. I am wearing a recently finished object that I've been working on for a while. My Heaven and Space Shawl by Martina Beam. Let's see, I started this back in February, so it's taken me a couple of months because it's something that I just picked up every once in a while. And I will talk about this a little bit later in another segment. It's really, really pretty. Thank you. And when I walked in, I said, oh, look, we're both wearing purple shawls. Yes, what are you wearing? (laughs) I am again wearing my Zephyr Cove by Rosemary or Romy Hill. I had worn this, I think, two episodes ago, and I'm wearing a boxy type of t-shirt that's in a pretty Easter egg color lilac. It's so pretty. And the shawl is a beautiful pink and a rich, deep purple two color shawl and it just accents the light purple of mm-hmm. the top so it goes along perfectly even though i was kind of repeating a what are you wearing it just was the right thing to wear <laughs> and that just happens sometimes and shawls i have been wearing my shawls so often because i found the coolest thing you guys if you follow me on instagram this is a repeat but josie and i went shopping and i went to the container store for the very first time ever and they have all of these nifty hangers and they had one that is circles that join together. And there are, I think, nine or eight circles. And you pull your shawl through the circle to hang it. So it's sitting up on my bathrobe hook in my closet with all of my big shawls pulled through. So I can easily, at a glance, pick a shawl every day. Normally they were stacked up on a shelf in my closet so they were not as easy to see. And it make it sound like they were neatly stacked. They really weren't. They were all jumbled <laughs> together. So now they're in a spot where I can easily see them. And today I held my shirt up to the hanger and thought, oh, there's the right shawl. Pulled it out of its little circle and put it around my neck. So it's the coolest invention ever. Nice. I have the Ikea version of that. Ah. And I have it hanging in my closet. And when I bought it, my mom said, well, if you hang all your shawls on that, what are you going to do about moths? So... Oh, wonderful. I know. I'm going to be stressed out about moths. (laughs) See, that's that's my issue. So I have it hanging in my closet, and I actually only have, it's got about a dozen little slots there. I I haven't actually counted them. But I only have a couple of shawls sitting in there, or pulled through, because I have that moth question in the back of my head. (laughs) Okay, well, I think I'm going to go for it anyways. I hope that I don't regret that decision. But it's so perfect to have them sitting there where I can actually see them and Mm -hmm. put them on. Yeah. So, anyways, great invention. And they don't get fold lines that way either. No, they don't. Which is what I like. Yeah, it's not... One, they're visible. Two, they aren't folded so that when you put them on, they look silly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're already scrunched up in their hole like they would be around your neck. So, it's not adding a strange wrinkle. It's a wrinkle that's going to naturally fit into the (laughs) the wearing of the shawl. And I have to say, excuse me, I think I apologized last time for sniffling. My allergies have been really bad this season, so my voice is scratchy. And I have a scratchy voice, yeah. too. So <clears throat> it's just the season, and it's very windy today. It is which super makes windy it today. worse. 
my husband was joking that there should there were gale force winds predicted they said for santa cruz and if any of you watch bob's burgers there's a game called gale force winds oh there is that they created and then he said yeah or maybe it's just the game so i don't now i don't know if it was an actual weather prediction or if he was just teasing me but pretty windy for santa cruz (laughs) so what have you been stalking I've been stalking a lot. There's been a lot of new things coming out that I'm very fond of. And the sad thing is, is that some of them are just not at all seasonal. They're things that are coming out for cold weather. They're warm sweaters. Not at all something that I can wear, but I really like them. (laughs) I have some of those too. And the first one is a new pattern Let's see. The designer is Ankastrik, and oh, yeah. the pattern is Naima. And it's a really popular pattern right now, at least today, in, on Ravelry. 542 people have put this brand new pattern in their queue, so it's been up near the top of the hot right now list for a couple of days. And I really like it, even though I have no business thinking about a high collar button down cardigan <laughs> in <laughs> the middle we just of, of April. Those? Yeah, exactly. It's got a lot of positive ease and it's got a really cozy stand-up collar that you can also fold over, but if you button it up all the way, it's like a little cowl around your neck. Let's see, it's got decorative eyelets down the raglan shaping for the sleeves. And down the back, there are decorative eyelets, which I really like. And the other little detail is this little peak of Fair Isle that's just at the top of the pockets. Did you see that? I just love that. Oh, just that is really cute. Little... It's inside the it's, pocket. Yeah, or just it's on the ins on the lining of the right. pocket. That's but cute. a little of it peeks up above the lining, so it's just tiny little detail. Yeah, what a cute Fair design Isle. detail. which I really like. So the pattern also includes directions for two lengths and the front edging has the decorative eyelets that are also used as buttonholes. So the fun thing is that the, the designer on the pattern page, she kind of encourages you to play with different styles of buttoning. And she says her favorite is what she calls wrong buttoning, where (laughs) there are some project photos of people who have kind of have it bunched up in different ways between buttons. So it's kind of oh. ruched a little bit differently for probably works better for the longer version, which is more of a tunic length version, but it's really cute, really cute. However you button it. So again, I, I'm not sure it's something I'll be making right away, but I really like it. <laughs> yeah, I've been checking it out too. It's really cute. Yeah. So that's the first one. The second one is a pattern called Rachel. And you like that one? one? That's the one Sarah gifted to me at Stitches. Oh, you do? Yeah, A Spell of Winter. She just finished hers and it's beautiful. Hi, Sarah. I do. And I saw hers and I have had this pattern kind of on my radar for a couple of months. It was released back in February 2015. Yeah, while we were at Stitches. Yes. Written by Josie Paquin. And the nice thing about this, even though it's a pullover, is it is for fingering white yarn. So that's a bonus. 
I could see myself living in this sweater. Yeah, it does Maybe look not like in the middle of summer, but <laughs> most of the time I could pull it on in the mornings since it's fingering white. And, okay, just to repeat, it's Rachel by Josie Paquin. It's a fingering white scoop neck pullover with definite positive ease. Let's see, she recommends, the designer recommends four to six inches of positive ease, which are... I really like it's a basic shape there's a little bit of patterning on the body you can't see it in all the photos because some of the yarn is dark it's right around the waist isn't it yeah, yeah. and some of the yarn is also a little textured but then on some yarns you can see it more than others Sarah's pictures I think she just put them on Instagram yesterday which is why I that blurted out of my mouth so quickly. Oh. <laughs> she did her. She dyed her own yarn for it. And it's That's a beautiful right. pink, it's the... and you can really see the detail around yeah. the waist. It's almost like a ribbing to give. A yeah, waistline to give to some the shaping. Exactly. I'm not, I don't have the pattern yet, so I don't know if there is other shaping built into it as well. But it's really what cute. type of shoulders does it have? I don't remember. Really is cute. It raglan or... I believe it. Let's see. Does it say? Is there it a tag doesn't for it? say. Okay, I'll have to look at the pattern. I think it's a drop shoulder. Yeah, that would make drop sense shoulder with the because it's kind of yeah. Oh yeah, because it's kind of a boxy, loose fitting. Yeah, sweater. That makes sense. That's very super cute. cute. <laughs> very very cute. I really like that one. I. I kind of want that one right now. You could knit that one right now. <laughs> I could knit that yeah. one right now. Fingering weight. Exactly. And I've got a lot of fingering weight. I just need to match it up. I was actually trying to decide if I wanted to, well, yeah, I need to match it up. <laughs> <laughs> We're fantasizing on Fantasizing, air. yes. <laughs> Some and people then, call that project planning. I call it knitting fantasy. Knitting fantasy life, yes. And then, let's see, the third thing that I am stocking, let me see if I can find it here, is called the Sun Ray Shawl. And this is actually a free pattern by, let's see, her name is Anna. She doesn't give a last name, and her RAV name is Nynela. And she only has two designs up on Ravelry, so I don't know if she is someone who is trying to launch herself as a designer or just someone who made a shawl and decided to write down the pattern mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's really cute as the name implies sunray shawl it's got eyelets again with the eyelets theme i'm i guess i'm into eyelets yeah. right now <laughs> it's got eyelets that come out from the center like the rays of the sun if you've seen how a little child would draw a sun with the Little marker. child, I draw them that way. Yeah, I do too, yeah. <laughs> With the marker rays coming mm -hmm. out from the sun, that's what this looks like. And her sample is knit in an orange-yellow that looks very sunshine-like, so it's very appealing to me. <laughs> and then it has also got little, not baubles, but fringes, ah. fringes, knit fringes that are coming off the, the long, drapey edge. So... I like that one. I was thinking that might be a, a candidate for my gradient yarn. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Fresh from the cauldron. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So that's, yeah. So that's that's one option for that yarn that I've been considering. And then just so that I can 
get another, you know, I've gone from sweaters to shawls. Now I'm going to hats, another project <laughs> that I don't need in the middle of April. But there was a really sweet free pattern that I came across on Ravelry called the Scrappy Hearts hat. Oh, that is cute. Which is just what you, just what it sounds like. It's a basic, very basic hat pattern with little Encharja hearts all around. So you can probably just use a heart graph in just about any hat pattern, but this one is all done for mm -hmm. you. <laughs> and it's a free pattern. And the sample that the designer, who is Sonia Otto, has knit up, her little hearts are knit all in different colors. I think every heart on the hat is knit in a different color, so it's That's really cute. <laughs> You'd have to have a lot of scraps to do that, but, you know, you could mix and match it up. You could do all the hearts in one color. You could do them in a couple colors. It'd be fun. Do I need a hat? I don't need a hat right now, but it's very cute. You never have too many hats. <laughs> That's true. I actually wore my skiff hat, that giant, super warm oh, yeah. hat at yeah. the beach a couple days ago. My children yeah. were cracking up. They said, you are the weird mother on the beach in a knit hat talking to strange children because a whale went by and there were this little group of girls next to us. And I said, look, 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 it's a whale. So my children were making fun of me because I had a knit hat on and I was talking to other children. I said, well, I already have a headache. I don't need to be out here in the wind in the getting a worse headache. Yeah. So and giving I, me grief, you rotten teenagers. <laughs> and I have to say, I was at yoga class yesterday and I notice a couple of people, they come in because it, it's in the morning and it is chilly. And yeah, people chilly. are wearing hats yep. in the morning. So maybe I do need a hat. <laughs> I wore my Valerie sweater to teach well, on the way to teach spin today. I did not mm -hmm. wear it during spin, but I had my hood pulled up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just keeping yeah. my head warm. It was yeah. delightful. Okay, so that's four things for me. How about you? What I have you have been stalking? <clears throat> and mine are all... Strangely enough, as soon as we finished recording the last episode, literally, we walked downstairs at the Swift Stitch, and oh look, there's a new Knit.Pearl magazine sitting there on the front counter. Let's look through all the beautiful patterns. And there were two that totally jumped out at us. There was actually a pair of women in the store who were there from Minnesota. It was Minnesota, I think. I don't remember. And they were in town visiting, and we were talking about their yarn over event, and this woman was looking through the magazine with us standing at the front counter and there was a beautiful pattern is a beautiful pattern called the swing back hoodie by Amy Gunderson. And it's an open front. Aha, Charlene had it written down. In I her had it written down. With a question mark. <laughs> that is funny. So it has a beautiful, neat feather and fan inset down the center back, which gives it a little bit of a dip down in the bottom hem. And I think it's garter stitch along the fronts. I think it's actually like the Laika. I think you actually pick up stitches around the entire sweater, oh, including really? the hood, hmm. to knit the border. I'm pretty sure. Because I read through the pattern, but that was two weeks ago. Yeah. It's really, really cute. And it calls for an Aran weight yarn that's, I think, a llama alpaca blend. So it would be pretty drapey. Mm -hmm. I think my neighborhood fiber company studio worsted in that beautiful green teal color i think that because it's super wash it would still give me the drape of that sweater mm -hmm. so i pulled out the swatch that i did with the neighborhood fiber company yarn and it's the same gauge so <laughs> i will be knitting that sweater like charlene said she's stocking sweaters that 
who's going to knit a worsted weight sweater in April in Santa Cruz? Well, probably we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least this one is really drapey and open. It doesn't have closures in the front, as I recall. No. And the front bottom is rounded a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily designed to close tightly on you. I think I would, I'm going to do plan some sort of closures. Yeah, you could, closures you could or something because I like easily my to close. add something. But I think it'd be very quick because like you said, air and weight yarn. And I think it's knit loosely at that because it, it was 16 stitches to four inches, I believe. I thought it was 18. Oh, 18. Okay. Something I like that. Remember, yeah, yeah, something similar because my swatch worked. <clears throat> But I don't remember if I said that pattern is designed by Amy Gunderson. And one of the other patterns that I really liked in the magazine, Charlene and I both liked it, was the striated shawl mm -hmm. by Kim McBrien Evans. And it was, it almost looked modular in that it looked like it had squares that kind of twist 90 degree yeah. offset by each other. Well, I'm doing a horrible job describing it, so please go look at it. But <laughs> it's, it's really, really nice. It's very it unique. It was a nice big shawl, and it just was, it caught our eye. It was really pretty. Unique is a good word. It's not something you see all the time. No. I liked it. And I think that's why it caught my eye. Yes. I was like, wow, check that mm -hmm. out. That's cool. Yeah. And if you remember, one of my love your stash goals for Q1 was to not buy any patterns. And I said I was allowing myself to buy three this quarter. Well, <laughs> well, a magazine is different. A magazine. I was trying to justify that to myself. Does a magazine count as one pattern? I don't know how I'm going to justify this, everybody. But <laughs> I was fantasizing about the magazine, didn't buy it, went home, and for some reason decided to check it out online. And, oh, I wanted to, I went on to Ravelry to stock all the patterns. And went on to the Interweave site because it's an Interweave publication and went and did a Bing search for coupons. Interweave, oh, Boo's here. Hi, <laughs> Interweave knits coupons and found a coupon. I don't remember what the coupon was now, but I got the Knit.Pearl digital magazine. I know I brought my felted knitting bag just because I knew Boo would want to sit on it. And he You mean the felted cat bed? Yeah, the felted cat bed. <laughs> Boo is getting comfortable on it right now. I laid it out on the table just for him, and it worked. So anyways, I digress. I found that now he's rubbing up against the computer. Hello, Boo. I got the Knit.Pearl magazine, and it's the spring-summer 2015 issue. And I also bought the Knit Scene spring 2015 issue. Both of them I got for under 18 bucks. And I thought, there are so many patterns in these two magazines that I want to knit. 18 bucks is completely yeah. reasonable. I don't know how that works in with my only, I'm only going to buy three patterns in this whole quarter <laughs> thing, but there you go. Now in the knit scene, there were two patterns I fell in love with. The pattern that inspired me to buy it is the Aurelia cowl by Hilary Smith Callis. Last episode, I talked about her star shower cowl that I had finished. Her Aurelia cowl is another hybrid. It's very similar to the star shower. So it has a beautiful lace pattern. It's a wee bit lacier, I think, than star shower is. And it's just a very pretty feminine little cowl shawl hybrid. And I, that was the main reason I bought the magazine. But while looking through the magazine patterns, there's another one that I really want to cast on. I'm surprised I haven't swatched for it already. It's called <laughs> the Focus Dress. 
and it's by oh, Miju KP. And I'd never heard of her as a designer before, but she has several designs out. It's the cutest little tank dress. It's just a simple little tank dress that has a little gather at the top of your breast area, kind of. So it has a little bit of a collar and then a little gather, and then it goes out from there, kind of A-line, so it's not fitted at all, but it's not super flary either. And then it has two cute little pockets in the front. So it's just a super simple little dress that would be adorable over leggings and you could wear it with or without a t-shirt or long sleeve t-shirt underneath it. It's just super simple and cute. And my Western Sky Knits, that speckled pink jasmine oh, okay. color I See, have I was, would be that adorable. That was my next question. Now, what yarn are you considering? And it's now... a fingering weight pattern. And they, I think they specifically say in the pattern that it's great for tonal or variegated yarns because it's such a simple, it's all stock in it. It's the most simple knit ever. And so the pa the pattern page on Ravelry, you'll see they used a dark yarn that has little pops of color in it. And I think the yarn that I'm thinking of is a pink that has pops of different pinks and a little bit of brown in it. And I think it would just be beautiful knit up in stockinette as an all-over dress like that. Now, so, is your yarn 100% merino? Or does it have nylon? Probably has nylon in it. Because the yarn that they used is only 65% wool. So it's 20% nylon and 15% silk. Oh, so it's going to be drapier than what I have, probably. Well, I was thinking that the nylon and the silk probably help hold its shape so you don't silk? get... Wouldn't silk is usually think? stretchier, <clears throat> the drapier. <clears throat> wouldn't it keep it from getting saggy butt? Oh, God, saggy butt. <laughs> saggy butt. <clears throat> now I'm going to have to look up my yarn on Ravelry. I'm not sure. Phone. Oh, I don't want to lose that page. I'll have to double check. Yeah, it's I'm not either... sure, but it's something we'll have to investigate and think yeah. about. And that's a good point because in what I'm knitting, I'm using a yarn that's not called for by the pattern that's affecting how I'm knitting the pattern. So that's a good point. I might have to consider if I'd get saggy butt in <laughs> that dress if I use the yarn I'm planning. So, but anyway, both magazines, Knit.Pearl Spring Summer 2015 and Knit Scene Spring 2015, really great magazines. Of course, I don't love all the patterns. Nobody's going to love all the patterns usually, but there were other patterns that I definitely put in my favorites that could or could not be future knits, but those four... I definitely want to knit all four. So, And that that makes it a value because if you're going to knit, I would say, two patterns yeah. from the publication, that's the price of two individual patterns. Absolutely, right yeah. So if I'm knitting four, and then you get all the rest $18. of them as a bonus. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I think I did well, I, although I don't know how that works with my three patterns. Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I'm laughing as I say You it. keep saying that, and I keep thinking, mm. Don't worry about it. Yep. If it's something you're going to knit, don't worry about well, it. Well, and that's the whole point of Love Your Stash. The point right. was, if you are going to go off goal and it's something that you're doing because you love and makes you happy, then that's the whole then, spirit of yeah, exactly. So there you exactly. go. So what are you knitting? <laughs> I'm knitting so many things right now. In my <laughs> in my hands, I'm actually crocheting. I'm Yay, crochet. just crochet, crocheting another simple bath scrubby because... I was in the shower the other day and suddenly thought to myself, I give these away all the time. Why don't I have, I have one? one. <laughs> yep. Like the cobbler's so, children. Yes. So <laughs> I immediately 
found some cotton in my stash and got out a hook and put it in a bag and said, self, you need to make yourself a bath scrubby. So that's what I'm doing. So that's the first thing that I'm working on. And she's cooking on it. She had just started the ring well, when these we sat are fast down and, and now easy. <laughs> it's, looking, it's already looking like a scrubby. They're fast and easy. The second thing I am knitting is the socks that I wanted to cast on last episode. I'm just knitting a pair of plain stockinette socks in the Knit Picks Felici, which was a gift from my lovely co-host. <laughs> <laughs> the yarn, oh, I should have brought it over. The yarn is, again, Knit Picks Felici, and the colorway is called Sugared Violets. And it's this lovely combo of all my colors. I was looking at all the stripes, and obviously some of the stripes I like better than others, but they're kind of all my colors. So it's a very well-suited <laughs> yarn to me. I really like it. I when I even... got it, I knew it had to become yours. Yeah, I don't even know if they, if that yarn is available They don't make anymore. Felici anymore. They don't. I don't okay. understand why, but they don't. Probably a supply issue yeah it must be because i know it's high demand i know it yeah and and i know occasionally it comes back and then Mm -hmm. you hear about it and there's a frenzy but anyway this is the first time i've tried it seems like lovely yarn and like i said the colors are great i just cast on my usual number of stitches and i'm knitting it uh, top down and i haven't decided about a heel yet I think I'm just going to do my standard heel flap, even though that might break up the stripes a little bit, but the stripes get back on track when you get on the foot, and that doesn't particularly bother me. I've done the afterthought heel for a couple of pairs when I had self-striping yarn, and that worked out nicely, too. We'll see. Does one heel fit you better than the other? I think heel flaps fit me better. That would make sense to me. And I think they last longer. Oh, interesting. Which is a a preference, definitely, for me to have them last longer. Although... I think that would be a preference for everybody. Well... Knit a sock, you want it to last. The afterthought heels are really easy to replace, too. Oh, okay. You can just knit in a new heel very easily. And if you're not a sock knitter and have no idea what we're talking about... I really don't, except for what I've learned on other podcasts (laughs) that I listen to, because you'll hear about socks from me in a moment. But an afterthought heel means that you are knitting a tube, and you basically... A tube sock. A tube sock. You put in a piece of scrap yarn where you want your heel to go, and then when you're done knitting the sock, you unravel the stitches where that scrap yarn is, and then you knit a heel out from those live stitches. Versus a heel flap, you actually knit as you're knitting the sock, and it Mm -hmm. involves a heel flap and a gusset, and short rows and then picking up stitches and it's a whole different architecture to the sock yeah and the heel flap that i do is not with short rows i oh. don't i don't like the short rows <clears throat> for me they okay. don't fit me as well at least the socks that i've tried i should say my how, disclaimer how many sock heels <clears throat> do you think there are different types of heels you can knit probably dozens yeah lots and lots, <laughs> and lots yeah so. Yeah. That's a mere a mere mention of the different sock heels. But yeah. Well, I'm glad that you got your socks cast on because that yeah. was one of your goals. Exactly. Well done. So I'm very happy about that. Second thing that I have cast on is also something that I was talking about stocking in one of the last two episodes. It's the tank called Mia by Jennifer Wood. 
from the Spring Summer 2015 Knitty Magazine. Oh, I didn't know you'd cast that on. I did cast that one on just recently. And then it's knit in the yarn that, one of the yarns, I should say, that I got this year at Stitches. It's called Coronado, and it's by Toluca Knit. Interesting little fingering weight yarn because it's 100% cotton. And in the past, 100% cotton hasn't always been one of my favorite yarns to knit with. And I bought this one because Gail had purchased it the year previous at Stitches, and she made a top with it that she really liked, and she enjoyed knitting with it. So I thought, okay, I need to give it a try because I need to find ways to incorporate knitting into my wardrobe during the warmer months in Santa Cruz, since it's getting warmer every year. And I really like the yarn. It's nice, I'm isn't it? I'm very happy with it. Very, very happy with it. I'm wondering if it doesn't feel rough on my hands just because it's a fingering weight yarn. Maybe oh, just maybe. by virtue of it being a fingering weight yarn. The thinner it's yarn easier diameter. on the oh, hands. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I don't know that I've tried a fingering weight cotton before. I've, oh, that's an I've, interesting thought. I've knit yarn that's very close to fingering weight the cotton silk that i've used i believe it's from misty alpaca don't quote me on that but i have used a cotton silk blend which is very close to a fingering weight maybe a sport weight but it's really close to fingering and even that i found a little hard on the hands whereas this one I haven't yet. And I've only just started on the project. I've probably only knit a couple of nights with it, so not very far at all. But so So far, far, I like it. Excellent. And I'm really excited because if it works, I've got two episodes of stocking summer tops that (laughs) I can get yarn for. Stash up for. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So the color I have is named Charcoal. It's kind of a blue-green-gray. At Stitches, they had a lot of colors I liked, I remember. I had Mm -hmm. a hard time choosing, and then I just decided to go with a neutral for whatever reason. But I'm very happy with it. So So those... Is that three things? I think I have three things. How about you? What do you have on the needles? Well, as always happens, Charlene and I have some weird mental kinship <laughs> with our knitting because I also cast on my Toluca Knits Coronado oh, you did? Weight. I did. <laughs> I did. And I'm knitting a tank. I had no idea. I cast oh, on my gosh. the literally over the top tank by Megan Williams oh, of the Stockinet Zombies. Charlene knit this last summer and I have admired it ever since and I bought the yarn specifically for this at Stitches this year. And I bought the snow cone color, which is like a super bright, pretty blue, tealish blue. That's a great name. Snow it, cone. Yeah, well, because it's the blue raspberry. Exactly. It's the color That's what of it is. the blue raspberry syrup that you put on snow cones. Yeah. Or think of blue raspberry Slurpees from 7 Eleven. Oh, That's okay. the color. It's exactly the color. So I cast that on and I'm really enjoying it. So, refresher, if you don't remember from previous episodes, you start from the bottom, you knit 
up in a four row lace repeat pattern that's super easy to memorize. Then at the neckline, you start to do some shoulder shaping and binding off to create straps. And then you cast some more on to join it back to a full width garment. And then you knit down to the bottom hem and then you join them together. I'm nowhere near the joining together part. So all I can tell you is that I'm about four inches into the body and then I stalled out. And the reason I stalled out is because the yarn called for in the pattern is 100% merino. I don't remember if it's superwash or not, but it's wool. Because I'm using cotton, it's going to be a very different fabric. So if you were to knit this lace tank in a wool, it's going to be stretchy. Well, knitting it in a cotton, it won't be stretchy at all. It's going to be drapey slash hangy. <laughs> it's kind of hanging off of you and not giving any shape. So I decided when looking at the pattern, it has no body shaping because it's a lace pattern, thus it would stretch to conform to your body. So because that's not going to happen with cotton, I decided I want to cast on a larger size for the bottom to fit around my larger hips and then do some decreases as it goes up to get to a smaller size around my bust and then do the shoulder shaping and straps for the smaller size. And then when I go over the top, I will make corresponding increases as I go down the back. So I stalled out because I did my first decrease, which of course interrupts the lace pattern. And then I had to think. And once I had to start <laughs> thinking to change the lace pattern, garter stitch got much more intriguing and so literally over the top <laughs> is beautiful it's in my new my new project basket and it's sitting there and every night I pick it up and I hold it and then I think oh I'd rather just knit garter stitch right now it's been <laughs> a super busy few weeks at work and getting ready for the retreat and things so I think my brain will be ready for thinking about knitting again next week so yeah. I'm just letting it do what it wants to do but literally over the top it's a fantastic pattern it's written for many, many sizes from child to, I didn't even look at the size count, but Charlene has it pulled open on Ravelry right now. It says bust sizes 20 through 56 inches. Yeah. So lots of sizes. Mm -hmm. And the pattern is really well written that she has tables. So based on your size, you fill in the blanks in the pattern. So you look at the chart to see your size, and then it shows you your yardage requirements, how many inches to knit this part and this part and this part, etc. So it's a great pattern. It's very well written. I highly recommend it. And the next thing that I cast on, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this name, Laogare's Mischief Cape. It's a pattern. Leary. How do you pronounce it? Leary or Lyra. I've heard it pronounced two different ways. Oh, thank you. I knew I was way off. <laughs> it's spelled L-A-O-G-H-A-I-R-E. So this is inspired by the Outlander series. It's a new pattern by Laura Ballard, who is Strawberry Frog on Ravelry. She's a friend of ours, and she's very, very sweet. She let us know when she released the pattern, which was, I think, a week and a half ago, I fell in love with it instantly. It's an adorable little cape. It's knit in sport weight yarn and it has a little lace feature around the bottom and I think it's eyelets at the top. And I am using my Blue Moon Fiber Arts BFL Blueface Lester sport weight yarn that I used for my Aniron tunic a year and a half ago. I have almost an entire skein of it left which is just enough to knit this cape. And I was so excited <laughs> when I realized, oh my gosh, perfect pairing of pattern and yarn. And the yarn was already wound up 
and it's a cape, so I didn't even bother swatching. And I cast on that very day we were getting in the car to drive to my parents' house, and ta-da, I had a new project on the needles. It's been a really fun knit because it's knit in the round, and well, she starts the few first few rows she knits flat, and then you join in the round because at that point it's much easier to join without twisting stitches. And then you do some knits, knit rows, some purl rows, etc., to get some texture up in the top of the collar. And then you're doing regular increases so that it widens as it goes over your shoulders. And I'm in about the middle of the increases for the shoulders right now. So it's just a fabulous little knit that I can knit on during conference calls or <laughs> yeah. while I'm a passenger in the car or social knitting this weekend for the retreat. So, so just the thing about the name, it's oh, based on a character from the Outlander series. And in the television show Outlander, I believe they pronounce it Leary. And in the audio book, that I listened to, I've heard it in different books. I've heard it as Leary and then Lyra. So, so is she the one who's trying to get Jamie back? Yeah. Okay. Now <laughs> I get it. Now I get how it all fits together. Okay. Great pattern. Thank you, Lori, for sending that my way. I really appreciate it, and I highly recommend that one too. And of course, I'm still working on my log cabin blanket. I finished my second square. And last night I cast on my Vinyarnsa pattern, which let me pull out the pattern because I forgot to write down the designer's name. You were stalking that one. I've been one stalking in this and talking the about last it. Episode yeah, or several two episodes, episodes ago. Yeah. Shelly Brander, and it's a free pattern on Ravelry, fingering weight cowl that is knit with lots of different colors of koigu. And I went through my fingering weight stash and found a lot of colors that work well together. And I just got that approved by Charlene today. I brought all the <laughs> colors with me to make sure that they are indeed colors that work together. And it's garter stitch. You simply knit and knit and knit, and then you stop one color and start another for a while, and then you do it again, and then maybe I'll put in some stripes, and then you pick up stitches on the long end and knit that way for a while, and then you do this, and it's all just super simple. So I cast this on. 100% for social knitting. So I can knit on this while podcasting, which I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And at the retreat this weekend, I can knit on it and not worry about setting it down mid-row and forgetting right. where I am or anything like that. There's nothing at all to remember except you slip the first stitch yeah. on every row. So <laughs> that's the only thing I have nice. to remember to do. So yeah, lots of great little projects on the needles because I decided to stop beating myself up. I kept wanting to get that crazy tea started, get it back on the needles, get it going again, get it going again. And I finally realized I'm just not in the mood to knit a real garment right now. Mm -hmm. Why am I trying to force myself? Yeah, because so, you'll get back to it. Of course. So I've been enjoying just letting myself do what I want to do. Yeah, that's important. And what have you finished? I've finished a lot of things. Yay! I've had a couple of episodes where I haven't finished much if it, or anything at all. And I've had several projects that we're very close to finishing, and I'm very happy to say that the chance of showers, which has been languishing very close to finishing, is finally in that finished object pile. It is. I saw it when I walked in, and I said, oh, is that your chance of showers? I can't wait to see it on you. So I ended up with only a few grams of yarn left. Hmm. I knew that I was going to be close with the three skeins that I had, and it's really funny because two of the skeins of the Neighborhood Fiber 
company sport weight yarn that I used two of the skeins were just a couple grams over and I think that's what I ended up oh, having left because if you weigh yeah because if you weigh the sweater it's ex it, it exactly weighs the weight of three skeins wow <laughs> yeah so I'm really happy with this finished object it is let's see chance of showers is a pattern written by Heidi Kiermeyer. And it's really similar to her very popular vitamin D pattern. A lot of people have made vitamin D. And the Chance of Showers is the same construction, I believe, but it just has a lace edging instead of all being done in stockinette. I think it has more of a collar around the front, too. Does it? I think I, it does. I can't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Very loose and flowy. Very light. It's knit and sport weight yarn. I really like the yarn that I use. Oh, and it's a beautiful color. Beautiful so color. Pretty. Yeah. So I'm very happy with that one. Yay. And I'm just happy to finally have picked it up and picked up those stitches. The last little bit you needed <laughs> to do, right? And got that moving. Yeah. Let's see. Then, then the second thing that I finished, I believe Gail talked about her Gather Together last episode. Gathered Together is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli that was just released this past Sunday on Hohi's birthday. Yay, and birthday, Hohi had Hohi. gathered gathered together, literally, a bunch of folks who had done test knitting for her previously and asked everybody to test knit this one if they would like. A lot of and, those people are her friends, too. Yeah. So that's really cool that yeah. they're good friends of hers. And so gail and i both did this and hopefully this weekend at the retreat we'll be able to get some pictures of us together and then we can Bring get photoshopped yours. into rhinebeck pictures because <laughs> the inspiration for this sweater now that it's been released i can tell you carol who i've talked about on the podcast before maggie who i've talked about on the podcast before and shannon who is knitwit 41 on ravelry they are all going to Rhinebeck this year, and they asked Hohe to design a Rhinebeck sweater for them all to knit and wear together at Rhinebeck. So there's going to be a large gathering of people wearing Gather Together for a group picture, and they were teasing me and saying that they were going to have to Photoshop us in. So, <laughs> so I used a yarn on mine called Giliot. It's a, is it a French yarn? Yes. French yarn by De Ruam Natura. It's a worsted weight yarn that is very light in weight. Lofty. Lofty, yeah. It's 273 yards to 100 grams. So a little bit more than, let's say, like 100 gram skein of Cascade 220, which is 220 yards. So it's a little bit more yarn so the yarn in weight weighs a little bit less and I have very mixed feelings about this yarn I like the finished project and I really like the fact that the sweater is light in weight and I love the color I just didn't always enjoy knitting with the yarn and I was telling Gail when I was knitting with it I felt like the yarn was so dry that it was sucking all the moisture out of my hands <laughs> as I knit. Often, yeah. I looked at my hands and they were just dry and white with all, you know, mm -hmm. how the, your hands get when they're really, really dry. So since finishing that, I've really been conditioning my hands and they're, they're back to normal. But knitting with that yarn was hard on my hands. So 
I'm kind of on the fence about it. It it also needed to be conditioned and rinsed a lot when I blocked it. Oh, that's it. right. You said that. When I when I soaked it, the water was just brown, brown, it, brown, brown. And I can't say whether that was dirt and oils or whether that was dye. dye. It's you know the the yarn that I used is a it's called Astrid. It's a lavender, but it's dark. It's got a it's got a little bit of gray brown in there too. Mm-hmm. It's not quite marled, but closer to marled than variegated, I would say. When it was in the skein, or it was wound up when Inez gave it to you, it was in round, wound up in balls. It looked gray to me in certain lights, mm. and then lavenderish purple in other lights. So mm-hmm. it's a very gray-leaning color. Yeah. So it is. Oh, you picked perfect buttons too. Look how pretty that is. Yes. <laughs> so it is dark. So I, like I said, I can't really say if what came out of the sweater. <laughs> was excess dye or dirt but it was kind of gross and it took me <laughs> you should see the look on her face it took a lot of rinsing to get it clean and huge huge difference in the yarn now it doesn't feel as nearly as scratchy it was very scratch like i said it was scratchy and dry when i was knitting with it and now it feels much much softer it looks softer it looks drapier like before it was stiffer yeah and i'm not someone who's ever been sensitive in any way to wool so for me to say something is scratchy is pretty unusual it totally is unusual and what's interesting is i knit my skiff hat in the same exact base but a different color and i didn't have that experience at all it wasn't drying in my hands it wasn't scratchy and it did not leave a bunch of color when i washed and blocked that hat well i went and i was reading through project notes for some pad for some projects on ravelry and there seems to be a huge disparity of experiences with this yarn there are some people who like me saw the dirt and and felt their skeins were scratchy and some folks who didn't have that experience at all so it could just be an issue of difference in dye lots it could be a difference in wool lots because Mm -hmm. not all wool that comes off the same sheep sheep is exactly the same and when you have a yarn that's like cascade 220 what the manufacturer does is every year or how every how often they put together their yarn their goal is to make that yarn exactly the same from batch to batch so sometimes it'll have a little bit more of this sometimes it'll have a little bit more of that they just have to blend it so that it's so that there's quality control so that you can go to the store and feel fairly confident that when you buy cascade 220 it's going to be similar to the Cascade 220 in feel and gauge to the yarn you bought two years ago. Exactly. So it could be an issue like that. It could just be a difference in wool from batch to batch. And it's probably coming from a much smaller mill than anything produced by Cascade. Yeah. So that could also be part of the variance. And I did see somebody mention that they noticed there was a difference in the yarn from color to color. 
I've only knit a swatch in another color, so I can't say with any certainty because there's the swatch was four inches. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very sp small swatch, so I can't compare that to sweater. this sweater. Well, I'm going to ask Maggie, my my buddy Maggie, M-S-W-N-O-L-A, who has used this on several sweaters now. She loves the space. Mm -hmm. I'm going to PM her and ask her, or Maggie, after you listen to this, if you'll post in the thread for this episode, if you've had any different experiences with different colors, because I think she's knit with at least two, if not three of the colors mm -hmm. now. So I would, I would count her as an experienced Giliot user. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Because that would I'd, be interesting to know from someone who has used multiple colors yeah. and has a more yeah. wide experience. Yeah. And like I said, there are several folks on Ravelry that have used multiple colors. So okay. you can go in and read their comments. Like like I mentioned, that they find it different from batch to batch or okay. color to color. So, so it's not just individual people with individual opinions. It's right. people who have used multiple They're, colors. Yeah. Because okay. a lot of people really like the yarn. I know? liked it. And I was one skein I used. Yeah, I'm not saying I would rule out using it ever again, but I would probably try a different color. Yeah, I really want to try their emerald, their bright green, and then the teal. Oh, it's French for peacock, and I can't remember mm, what it's called right now. Yeah, I don't but it's their either. teal color. It's really pretty. Plume de pin, I think, something mm. like that. So, but getting back to the sweater itself. I really love the sweater. It's a coat sweater, mm -hmm. tunic length. It has cables around the shoulders. It's just lovely and cozy. And I found buttons that match it perfectly. Posted a picture of those on Instagram, or you can look at my project page. And when the cold weather comes around again, I'm going to be wearing this sweater. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So that was the second thing I finished. The third thing I finished was a knitted knocker. I made oh, a knocker. I made a you. knocker for the re knockers retreat this weekend. The knitted knockers are a free pattern on Ravelry for a group that collects the knitted knockers to distribute to women who have had mastectomies but have not had reconstructive surgery. And they can use these as soft inserts in their bra to even out their appearance until they decide to have constructive surgery or not. And it's because our retreat is the Northern California Knitting Retreat. We use the acronym Knocker, <laughs> which lent itself to knitted knockers right. as our right. charity knit along event so so everyone who attends the retreat and brings a knocker or two is going to be entered into a special drawing and we're going to collect them up and send them along to the knitted knockers charity yay so, yeah Good for you. so it was actually really easy and i'm thinking i might try to get another one done before I we go i haven't knit one yet i should really do it's, that it's it was easy and it came out good. I was I was quite pleased. <laughs> does it look like a good knocker? It does. Good. <laughs> Except it's flat. They ask that you send them unstuffed so oh, that right. the user can fill them however to they, their size. To their yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's a really nice idea. Yeah. So I I had fun doing that. And then the fourth thing was my Heaven and Space shawl that I mentioned previously. The 
pattern is written by Martina Beam, and the stitch pattern produces this very, very interesting textured fabric, which almost looks like little lines of ruching in a way. It's, it's really an, pretty. Yeah. It's an, the, the way it's draped around her neck, it's almost like it's absolutely ruched, like the, the it does shawl folds up on itself like an accordion mm -hmm. around her neck. And then where it's pulled out, the texture of the shawl is just so interesting. It's really, really pretty. I really <laughs> like it. The more I look at it, the more I like it. Yeah, it, it was really fun. I have to say it was a bit of a slog to knit. It took me a long time and I fell asleep a lot knitting this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was your soporific shawl. There's, I want to say, it's a, a, something approximately a 16 row stitch repeat something like that and that's all you do in the whole shawl you okay. just repeat these 16 rows over and over again and it the 16 row repeat incorporates an increase so every time you finish the pattern repeat you have one more to do on each subsequent row okay. so it just gets bigger and bigger longer and longer and it was quite boring doing the same pattern over and over again. So that's why it took me so long to make it. But it's really interesting, and I'm, I'm glad I did finish it. Yeah, I like the effect a lot. Yeah. And one Beautiful thing yarn too. that I really enjoyed was the yarn that I use. This yarn is called Tenacity, and it's from Invictus Yarns. And it was so nice and smooth to work with. It's so pretty. It so is. Soft. It is, let's see, 80% merino, 20% silk. And the fantastic thing about this tenacity is that it comes in jumbo skeins of 600 mm -hmm. yards. So if you want to make one of these slightly larger shawls, and by slightly larger, I mean a shawl that takes more than one skein of the fingering weight yarn, you can buy the jumbo skein instead of having to buy two skeins of an approximately 400 yard sock yarn and then not have half a skein to three left quarters over. of a skein left over which i have absolutely to knit a set to use yes, up all those little half skeins I, I hate that when the yarn that i want to use is just a little bit under and the shawl needs a little bit more i I just cannot bring myself to buy two skeins yeah, and then absolutely. have that much left over. So for larger shawl knitting, the tenacity is fantastic. I really liked working with it. That and little she, bit of silk in there just feels so nice. And so, Sue so nice. and Invictus does jumbo skeins, not only in that base, but she does them right. in other bases right. as well. Right. So. And Sue, who is Wana Coffee on Ravelry. She's the dyer and she's a member of our Yarniacs podcast mm -hmm. group and she participates in a lot of discussions. So if anybody has any questions, I'm sure you can just direct them right to her. Yeah, and she's <laughs> super, super sweet. We've met her in yes. person and she's yes. going to be at the retreat this weekend too. She is. So yep. we're looking forward to getting to know her better. I'm bringing my shawl to show her. Oh, very cute. Yeah. So 
That was a little bit longer than usual for me. What have you finished? Luckily, I've only finished two things. So after we last recorded and you talked about wanting to put socks on your needles and you were going to use your Felici striped Mm -hmm. yarn, and I said, oh, I should really do mine too. I did. So if you follow me on Instagram, you saw little pictures of my socks as they were evolving. I used a pattern called the Simple Skip or Skype socks it's skyp which is the abbreviation for the stitch pattern she uses free pattern by oh i did not write down her name darn it i don't sorry about one i didn't look, write down her name but it's a fantastic pattern very very easy to follow if you pay attention to the pattern the second sock i knit i forgot to do the gusset decreases after i joined the heel and knit the entire foot was on the toe and thought, you know, these stripes just aren't working out right. They don't match the other sock. What am I doing wrong? Well, I had like 23 extra stitches on the needle. So every... You did? I did. I'm such a dork. 20? Now, how did that happen? Because after... So on the pattern, you knit a heel flap and a gusset. And then when you join the gusset, and you, you put it all back together to knit it in the oh. round. And then you do several rows of decreases you to get your all stitch count back rows. down. I forgot to do all those yeah. decrease rows. So there I was thinking I was so close to finishing and I had to pull the whole foot back out. And mm. Max was looking at me like, what are you doing? I said, <laughs> I did it too big. And I sent a picture to Charlene. I texted her a picture and said, can you see how much bigger that bottom sock is than the top sock? <laughs> and anyway, it was very, very fun to knit socks. I really enjoyed it. My only concern now is, yes, I want to knit more socks. One, I knit these as fraternal twins, meaning the stripes don't line up. I really, really wanted to have the stripes line up, but I would have had to pull out way too much yarn on Mm -hmm. the second ball to get it to the right color. Mm -hmm. And then I was worried I wouldn't have enough yarn. Mm -hmm. So I decided, okay, if I'm not going to have a match, they're really not going to match. So I knit from the outside of the second ball of yarn so my stripes go in the opposite direction oh okay so i said you know if i'm if they're going to be fraternal they're really going to be fraternal (laughs) and then the other problem and this happens to me frequently when i knit fingerless mitts the second sock is knit at a tighter gauge than the first it's like once i get the hang of something and i'm really into the stitch pattern and just going my Gauge is tighter. So oh, you this, get tighter. Yeah, I get tighter. That's interesting. My second sock is slightly shorter and a little bit more snug than the first sock. Wow. And I was saying to Mike last night, I was, you know, posing my feet for him. I said, look at my pretty new socks. And he wants socks now too. And I said, but can you tell which one's knitted a tighter gauge? And he said, oh yeah, the one on the right. And I said, how could you tell? He said, it just looks better. And I said, well, can you tell that it's shorter? And he said, oh yeah, now that you mention it, it, yeah. it looks a little shorter. Now but, that you mention it. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he picked it because he thought it just looked better. It looked hmm. nicer, more tightly knit. So I might be becoming a sock knitter. <laughs> but the second concern, besides the fact that I my gauge got wonky, I knit, okay, I used Felici Sport weight. Right which Those you can only so find fast. on D-Stash. Yeah, so that I knit them up really quickly. Mm-hmm. I had to knit these on a size one because of my gauge. And it's a sport weight yarn. So if I go to a fingering weight yarn, what am I going to knit on? Double zero little splinters? I mean, mm. I can't imagine what needle size I'd have to use and what damage that's going to do to my hands if I, I have to hold these tiny, tiny needles. I always use two millimeters for socks just because I that's the fabric that I prefer. So I always use two millimeters. 
Okay, I'm going to have Which to is zero. test some stuff. Out. I will have to go to at least a zero for fingering weight, if not even smaller needle, because I do like the way they're snug on my mm-hmm. feet. I don't want them to be loose. But I wore them around the house last night, and they were so comfortable. I was just so happy. I looked down and see these super cute striped things on my feet. <laughs> and I used a colorway called Macaroon, which is so Easter, it's not even funny. It was just <laughs> the most Eastery color I ever could have imagined right near the Easter season. So I actually knit myself a pair of socks. I'm very proud of myself, if you couldn't tell. Yay. It's like, wow, I finally did it. They fit. And wow, I might become a capital S, capital K sock knitter. I, I told Mike last night though, I said, I really want a pair of like knee socks. I want a pair that's really high that I can push down to keep my lower, like a combination little pom-pom ped sock in like yeah. warmer to keep yeah. my leg warm. Yeah. But I can't imagine knitting all that. That would be rather dramatic. So simple Skype or skip socks, great pattern, highly recommend it. And then the other thing, I put it on my what I have finished list because I had finished it, but then I ripped it out and redid the top, and it's not quite finished the second time, is the Bee Loving Hat Free Pattern by Melissa Simpson of Sweet Fiber Yarns. Max used this pattern for the hat he knit recently, and I convinced him to let me knit a matching hat, and his one condition was, as long as you don't wear it to school with me, Mommy. And of course, I don't go to school with him. He rides his bike, so there was no threat of that happening. So I have knit my matching hat and I ripped it out because I had just enough yarn left that I could knit it a little taller before starting the decreases. So I ripped the crown back out. I knit four more rounds and then started the decreases. So I have like six rounds to go and it's done. But one thing I wanted to say, the yarn is Chop Tank from Shreep, Sheep, Shreep Dreamery, Sheep Dreamery. I won it in a Stockin' It Zombies contest and I threw Max's in the washing machine. It's a super wash yarn and his hat stretched out a lot. So I tossed it in the washing machine and had intended to put it in the dryer, but Mike got to it first and hung it up to dry. It faded a lot. Mm-hmm. It went from a very vivid, variegated green with some yellows and turquoises to very muted. And I looked at it and I said, oh my gosh, look at Max's hat. And Mike said, oh wow, Mike's colorblind. And he, even he noticed a dramatic difference. Well, that's disappointing. Well, then I held it up to Max and Max said, well, isn't that what you expect when you put a hat in the washing machine? <laughs> so he was very practical about it, but I'm going to wash mine much more gently than that. I'm not going to put mine in the washing machine. I'm going to, you know, use Euclid or soak or whatever. Yeah. And be more careful with it because I really like the color. It's right. a gorgeous color. So, yeah, I'm going to be more careful. I might ping her and ask, you know, because Dana of Unwind, whenever she talks about things like this on Just One More Row, she says, you know, it's not always the dyer's fault that that happens. It could be any variation of things. And her colorways are so pretty that I don't want to not buy her yarn. So I may ping her and ask because I don't think I've ever had an occasion where a yarn faded so much. So it just seems very unusual to me that it would have been And so she dramatic. might want to hear that. Yeah, exactly. Also. She might want the feedback. So, yeah. But again, it's a beautiful color yarn. It's It was very fun to knit, and Max really enjoyed knitting it too. So not to say that you shouldn't try her yarn, but in that particular colorway, and I don't know the colorway name either, unfortunately, wasn't on the tag, but um, it's a super, super cute hat. And Max and I are matchy-matchy. <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's what I have finished. Now we've already gone a little bit over an hour, so we're not going to do our stash chat second episode in a row. But we do have winners. Yes, let's do from the winners. Q1. <laughs> so the Love Your Stash group for Q1. Robbie, photo knit gal, our awesome moderator, she drew prizes, and I'm pulling. I'm trying to pull them up on my phone right now, and I will tell you who won the prizes. And she was so sweet. She said that she wanted to wait. She didn't want to let the people know who had won her prizes. She's knitting, knitting, sewing some project bags up for people. Let's see. I'm trying to scroll through my email and talk at the same time. Okay, I found them. And she said she wanted to wait to see who won so before she sewed up the project bags so she could sew up using fabrics that this person liked and Match i thought that's the sweetest person. that is it, so neat isn't that so yeah, sweet that is, so she hasn't awesome. knit up your knit up, i keep saying that she hasn't sewn up your project bags yet because she wants to find out what your color preferences are etc so, so robbie sweet. you're so cool so the winners are lisa who is to sam t-w-o sam on ravelry you won one of the project bags from robbie Rebecca, Rebecca Whip, my friend in France, she won a project bag from Robbie. Nikki, who is Hikes and Bikes, you win a pattern that I donated. So anything off Ravelry up to $10 is what you win. Carol Alice, she is also Carol Alice on Ravelry. She won a pattern download up to $8 that's donated by Lisa, who is Jamel Knitter on Ravelry. Scully Bun Bun and Scully Bun Bun, I don't know your first name. We chat on <laughs> Ravelry, we chat on Instagram. I don't know your name, but I love your little bunny Ravatar. You won a Ravelry download pattern up to $8 that was donated by Shelly, who is Miss Knits, ends with a Z, and Jen, who is JFNY Land. You won the two hand woven dish towels that were woven and donated by Kelly, who is 100 Projects. So, Congratulations to all of you, and thank you to everyone who has donated a prize. I mean, especially handmade project bags and those handwoven dish towels are beautiful. I saw her pictures They're on so Instagram. Pretty. They look so cool. I wouldn't even use those. I would have to like put them out as tea towels. I, I want to see those someday. And hopefully, she'll bring something yeah. like that to the yeah. retreat this weekend because she she will be at the retreat this weekend too. So. Very cool. And thank you again to all of you who participated in Q1. Our Q2 thread, the gold thread is already over 100 posts. So awesome. Love the participation. It just makes my heart happy. And you have until April 30th to post a goal. And then Robbie's going to lock that thread. And if, feel free to continue chatting in the chat thread for Q2. But we do want to control the, the prize part of it with that goal thread so that when we pull winners at the end of Q2, it's more organized because it was very difficult right. for Robbie to find the goals, organize the goals, <laughs> et cetera, in one giant thread. Right. So, and so it was a way, giant thread. This way it'll be a little bit more organized. Mm -hmm. We can all move towards being a little happier with our stash. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy with my stash right now change. in large part I'm, to this. Yeah, I am too. And I love the whole idea of just changing the culture of stash yep. because as knitters we should not be embarrassed or guilt stricken guilt stricken because of our stash we should be celebrating our stash and when charlene and i have both gone through our stash in preparation for the retreat this weekend because we are going to have 
a donation table where you can bring yarn you no longer love and someone else can take it home or if someone if it isn't taken home by someone else someone's going to take it to a senior center for donation so all around great thing and i thought oh i'm going to go through my stash and find all the yarns i don't love anymore there aren't very many yarns i don't <laughs> love anymore i was so surprised and happy with how well i've curated my stash because yeah. i literally only had two cones of yarn that I really wanted to part with. Yeah. And so I'm happy. bringing mostly yarns that have been given to me. They're the they're the yarns that people have said, here, take this bag yeah. of yarn. And you foolishly said, okay. <laughs> I usually take it because for a couple years I was teaching kids to knit and I was working in my son's school. And now they're both on to middle school and I don't do that anymore so i don't need as much sitting as as much lower end teachable yarn that i used to so. yeah i get it and you have oh one yes i have one more announcement. announcement okay the knot house k-n-o-t which is in frederick maryland she is doing a special pop-up shop for indie dyers the weekend of the maryland sheep and wool festival so may 1st through 3rd she will have extended hours, and the reason that we're mentioning mentioning this on the podcast is because Kim and Heather's Western Sky Knits yarn will be there at the puppet <laughs> shop, along with a, a lot of other yarns that we've heard of, and some of which we've even used, including Duck Duck Wool. So Sandra from Duck Duck Wool will be there in person, and some of the other yarns that will be featured are Lakes Yarn and Fiber, and I cannot wait to try that yarn someday. Oh, it looks so pretty. Magpie Fiber Yarns, Yarn on the House or Yoth Yarns, French Market Fibers, and O-Wool. So there will be several, I mean, she's going to have special displays for these indie dyers and special amounts of yarn. So if you're heading up to Maryland Sheep and Wool, it's only about 30 minutes away and well worth the visit just for Western Sky Knits alone, I have to say. So, <laughs> and they've been putting, oh, second part of that. They are doing a $50 gift certificate contest on Instagram. So please go in our Ravelry group, go to the coupons and deals thread, and you can get more information on the pop-up shop as well as how to enter the contest for that $50 gift certificate because they have beautiful yarns in that shop. And check it out because that would be an awesome gift certificate to win. So there you go, the Knot House, Frederick, Maryland. All right. I think that's it. Gail and I will be away at the Knockers Retreat this Yay! weekend. By the time you hear this, the retreat will be underway or over, but we are looking forward to that. It has been a culmination of, of over on. a year of retreat planning with a committee of 10 or so like-minded oh. folks, including Barb and Tracy of the Tuna Lit Chicks, and we are looking forward to it. Yeah, Barb and I have been doing a lot of soliciting of door prizes and mm -hmm. goodie bags and we were patting ourselves on the back just the other day because <laughs> they're gonna we there are some amazing donations i can't wait to thank everybody on the next podcast for all of their fantastic donations designers and indie dyers and project bag makers and so many fabulous people i mean yeah. the knitting community once again overwhelms me with the <laughs> generosity and love and outpouring thank you everybody all of you who listen anyone who's ever donated a prize, anything, any, if you listen to us, thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. All right. There's Boo's <laughs> cue that it's time to wrap it up. Happy knitting. Happy knitting, everyone. Bye-bye.
You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.